2: What was the argument
3: about? About me not getting ready enough in time, and then an escorted of me getting punched in my back. And punched I, in your back? Yeah, he Because you didn't in get back. ready for what
2: in time?
1: This is the plaintiff, Antonio Alessandro. He says he and the defendant used to date, and they lived together for five months. She agreed to split the bills 50-50, but she never paid him a dime. She told him she'd pay him when she got her tax rebate, but instead took the money and bought an iPhone. Bottom line, she owes him 600 bucks, and he's here today suing for every penny of it. This is the defendant, Marissa Nicholson. She says their relationship began to fall apart the minute she moved into his place. That's right, he became abusive towards her, wanted her to do things that were against the law, and she got out of there as fast as she could. Bottom line, they had no agreement on splitting anything. And if anyone's old today, it's her, because he stole her furniture. She's accused of not sharing. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $750, the cost of her furniture. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, The People's Court.
4: Seat, it to order, it get to have been sworn, Your Honor.
2: Thank you, Douglas. Yeah, Antonio here. Alessandro, you are suing Marissa Nicholson for $600. Her half of rent, electric, internet, water, propane. During the time that she lived with you, you are counterclaiming $750 for furniture that he has not returned. What happened?
5: Your Honor, about a year ago, around this time, we met each other uh, three months after four her mom was moving. So I decided, hey, why don't you come live with me? Bring your son. You know, we'll start a life. How uh, old
2: is the son? Four.
5: And um, we made an agreement to split the bills. 350 bucks from her, 350 bucks from me. That's and all that was expenses. when?
2: What month? Do you know? October. October. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead.
5: And, you know, we're living and uh, she, she was waiting for a tax file to come in.
2: Is she working during that time?
5: No. Uh, big lots for a week, and then she gave it up. Um, but no, she she promised the money, and I kept adding up every month. Uh, that this is what you're gonna oh. She she agreed to it. Uh, okay. do you have any
2: any anything in writing, like texts or emails or stuff? Yes. All right. So we'll talk about that in a second. Let's. T- so according to you, you're each supposed to pay half, and then what happens?
5: Yeah. Oh, uh, we got an argument. When? St. Patty's Day, actually, the morning of St. Patty's Day. This year, <laughs> yes, we got we got in a little
2: argument. How, just... how early
3: in the morning? <laughs> Very early.
2: Okay. Mhm. And what was the argument about?
3: About me not getting ready enough in time, and then an escorted of me getting punched in my back, and punched in I, your
2: back. Yeah,
3: he because punched me in my back because you didn't get
2: ready for what in time
3: to go to the St. Patrick's Parade. The parade. Mhm.
2: Okay, and um. And then it escalated, and he punched you in the back?
3: Yeah, he punched me in my back, started throwing things around the house. And- Had um, that
2: ever happened before?
3: There was one other incident other than that, yes.
2: And what happened in that incident?
3: He grabbed me. And what? Like, held me down. <clears throat>
2: okay. um, so when he punched you in the back, did you call the police?
3: Um, no, I actually, I decided to leave the environment because I felt fear for my life. Okay. And so I left. And And was your kid with you? No, he was not. Okay. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what else? (laughs)
3: Um, so you left and did you take all your stuff with you? Yes. That same day I did take all my belongings with me. Did you like
2: physically leave at that moment, right at that moment to Get out of there? Yes. So you you didn't pack things then? You came back and picked stuff? Yes,
3: the same day. This whole thing happened the same day. When I left, it was the same day. Okay. Yeah.
2: And um, so you go back to the house and you take, you know, some things, but you leave the furniture behind.
3: I did leave the furniture behind because I had no one to help me grab the furniture. Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. What's going on? What's your position on the furniture?
5: She's... I never took it, I never stole it. it was right, there. no, she, the stuff's just still there. Yeah, it's still there, and then she's texts right, my brother. Right, and according
2: to you, did you ever ask him, hey, I need to pick up the furniture? I did tell him that I want to get the furniture. Do did you, did you have a text that shows yes. that? Yes, okay. yes, Okay, so I want you to gear up your text, okay. and then um, I see a series of video chats. Who handed me that? Was it, oh, So that was you who handed them to me? Oh,
5: the, the messages, yes, you my brother. You
2: actually handed me that? Because it makes you look very ungentlemanly.
5: Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I I love the woman. She's the, she's she takes care of her son and all that. It's just um, I wanted to contact her, work things out.
2: And she doesn't want
5: you. And I, I realized that.
2: Right. Uh, so then you proceed to. I can't even read them out loud. You proceed to say things about her personal body part. But oh, you don't remember? Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, I do. Do you want me to show them to you? Oh, okay. All right, and you say these horrible, vicious things. She ignores you. Did you even see all that? Yeah, or is this news to you? OK. And then you turn around, and you go, and you uh, finally, you start realizing maybe this isn't the best approach. And then you're like, I've never felt about anybody the way I feel. And then there's all this desperation. Do you ever talk to him again at that point? You no. do, because you asked to get, have access to your furniture.
3: I did uh, unblock him one time. This is where the right? crazy came
5: out. Right. <laughs> Sorry. It's a love-hate relationship. I don't
3: know. It's not a love-hate relationship. It came to the point where I left. I left. I left the key there. The police said leave the key there. I left the furniture there. At first, I was just going to leave the furniture behind because I was like, you know what? I'm out of the situation. I'm done. So, and then I was like to him, you know what? I was like, why don't you just sell it then? But after, because I went through emotional trauma with all of this. Like, he tried to hit me with his car on St. Patrick's Day. After what you described? Yes. Tell me about that. When I came back later that day after the incident of he punching me in my back, um, he wanted to go back out on St. Patrick's Day, and he was already drunk. And he forced me physically to the car to drive him to the bar, and I said, "No. First of all, it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't even have my license yet. I only have my permit. You're drunk, so why you're am not going to drive the car? not in the car
2: with me? Uh-huh. Exactly.
3: So, and then I break away from him, and he takes his car and he charges it at me. And this is why you're in the situation. Are you crazy? You put me in fear. Don't for talk my to him life. directly. Sorry. So, what did you ever press charges against him? I, I. That's why I'm confused. I tried to um, get the statement from the police officer. I tried to get the statement and they were like, oh, it actually, we took this domestic dispute and we turned it into a escort dispute. Escort dispute. Yes. What does that mean? Like, they turned it into an escort situation. Oh, yeah. You mean that they escorted you in to get your stuff?
2: Yes. Yeah, but there's no, no, if there's a crime, there's a crime, period. Press on it. Press on it. Okay, yes. call the state attorney's office, call the police, ask for the supervisor, find out why they didn't, if you want to proceed. If yeah. that's something you want to proceed with, then proceed with it. Right. There's no, oh, we have we to get your stuff so you're fine. Yeah. Either you misunderstood them or they are grossly underestimating what the situation was. I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, did you punch her in the back?
5: Yes, it was a mild punch. I regret a it. A
2: mild punch. Tell me what a mild punch looks like.
5: And yes, I was wrong. Oh, yeah, I but
2: see, that only happens if it's inside of you, you see? And if you're oh. able to be violent with someone. Other yeah, she, people get mad was... and walk away.
5: She was pushing me and stuff. It just... Oh, she was
2: pressing your buttons. Yeah. So she
5: deserved it. No.
6: Welcome back to the People's Court. A Harvey Levin here. So, if you have a husband, a wife, a partner, whatever, and that person punches you in the back out of anger, would you give that person a second chance or would you leave?
7: I'd probably hit him back and then leave. <laughs> Okay. I'd probably give him a second chance, depending on circumstance.
6: Okay. Anybody feel a little
8: differently? I'd give him one chance to get out the door. That's it. So. Otherwise, I might make a floor cleaner out of him.
6: Okay, Okay, going inside the courtroom. Uh,
2: According to you, are you responsible for paying half the rent, electric, internet, propane, et cetera, et cetera? I don't think he deserves it. No. So (laughs) right, but that's a different. There's no written agreement. I know there's no written. I didn't ask you that. I asked you, did you have a deal with them where you would pay for half? I said I would contribute towards bills. Did you ever say how much you would pay? No. And was there a specific um, bill that you would pay? All right. Um, You're going to give her back all of the furniture. If there's so much as a nick that you create on the furniture after the sound of my voice, there's going to be a lot of trouble. How are you going to get the furniture back?
3: I could have someone
2: help. How long do you
3: think you need to set that up? The most a week. Okay.
2: We're going to have that set up through a third person. I suggest that if you're going to go there, that you get a police escort again. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, you can send whoever it is, and there won't be any trouble. Um, So that concludes your counterclaim against him. He's returning everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, which, I, you know, I still never found from you a text where you said, I'm not giving you your stuff back. Did you ever find that? I'm just, I just... Did you ever say you're not giving your her- back? your honor's I, not true. Let me true. tell you how I know There's that didn't happen. I'm going to tell left. you how I know that didn't happen. The way I know it didn't happen, he was dying to see you. He's dying to see you. He's mm-hmm. dying to have you back. Mm-hmm. So he would never tell you you're not getting your stuff back. He's dying for you to come back and to get in contact. You, could, you should have seen the look on his face when you walked in the courtroom. OK, mm-hmm. so I probably didn't. Say, but it doesn't matter because we're within the, no one. Even if you leave your stuff behind in a landlord-tenant situation, the landlord cannot get rid of it the second you leave.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't see why because you left it behind. Your situation is totally different. I'm not saying that about your situation. But it's there. It's not touch. You go get it. All right. And um, as for $600 of rent, electrical, Internet, etc., that sounds uh, I, I saw a text that you had sent who? His cousin? Who gave me that? You gave me that?
5: My brother yeah, and co- cousin. My cousin couldn't
2: wait to hand it up. Uh, did the cousin hand it up? How did you get it?
5: My cousin Sabrina and my brother Carmelo.
2: Okay, so remember, blood's thicker than water, right? So mm-hmm. when you p- put that in writing, that I know that you owed it. I wanted to see what you were going to say because in writing, you told the cousin, oh, he's really mad at me because I owe him money. All right, so I do see that in the text, you admit that you owe him money. Your theory is you don't have to pay it to him because he assaulted you? Yes. And what's your theory on that?
5: Um, She was...
2: Asking for it?
5: Yeah. Not asking, no. No, Your Honor, no. That was a bad answer. Yeah, that was a bad answer. Yeah,
2: that answer just cost you about 600 (laughs) bucks. I find in favor of the defendant in the plaintiff's case against the defendant for the very reason that you defend it. And I find in favor of the defendant on the counterclaim, but not for cash, for you making the arrangements and picking up the stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you say you need one week, that's what you've got. OK. Have you two spoken since all this happened? No. You're done, right? Yeah. All right, because he's going to, I know he's going to reach out to you, because I know he's smitten.
5: No, I, I found uh, someone new, Your Honor.
2: Oh, that's nice. And what, a week? All right. And um, <laughs> But I'm just telling you right now, at some point, they're, you're not good for each other. You're toxic for each other, mm-hmm. and um, and you need to think about your kid. Understand mm-hmm.
0: me? Move on. All
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, folks.
8: So the plaintiff loses his case. You know, you let something slip and it costs you.
5: Yeah, I know. I know. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. But she was putting her hands on me, and it's not right to hit back. But I just snapped at the point. Yeah. You know, bills aren't being paid. You promised me something. You got to stick with it. Judge thinks you're really smitten with her. Is that true? Do you <laughs> How do you respond to that? No, her stuff's there. I never said yeah, she yeah. could come get it. And you know, yeah. we could be friends. It's bills have to be paid. Okay, we'll see. You're gonna let her get you. the furniture back,
8: right? Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. In good order. All right, Miss Nicholson. You get your furniture back, mm-hmm. and also, you know. He did get the $600 out of you. So how do you mm-hmm. feel? You okay about that?
3: Yeah, he doesn't. I'm
8: sure you are. You, this is over as far as you're concerned. Is yes, that right? Yes,
3: yes. Definitely well, over.
8: <laughs> All right, well, good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank
6: you. See that mistake, Harvey? Cost him 600 bucks. Okay, I mean, look, no matter what the situation is, there is absolutely no good reason to stay in a relationship like this. Uh, That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
1: This is the plaintiff, Barbara Gibson. She says she took her car to the defendant's shop to get the transmission repaired, and the guy has had her car for 52 weeks, and it's still not fixed. This man has held her car hostage. It's obvious he doesn't have the talent to fix it, and she's suing him for the value of her car to the tune of $5,000. This is the defendant, Alan. He says he fixed the plaintiff's transmission job, but in doing so discovered other problems with the plaintiff's 17-year-old car. She still owes them a balance of 300 bucks, but refuses to pay it and refuses to pick the car up. This is a scam, if you ask him. She's abandoned her car and now wants him to pay her $5,000 on some trumped up excuse. Some people. He's accused of not making a tranny, right? The defendant has filed a candle suit for $300 for the repair money he's still owed.
4: All parties,
6: please adjourn Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the dock, the plaintiff took her car to the defendant's shop 52 weeks later. Still not fixed. But the defendant says the car's 17 years old for crying out loud, and there are all sorts of problems. It's the case of there's junk in more than the trunk.
2: Barbara Gibson? Yes. You are suing, let's see. You don't want us to use your last name or the name of the company, Allen. That's correct. Uh, Alan's company, actually, for five thousand dollars, four thousand of it, the value of a car that, according to you, he will not return to you, and seven hundred dollars that you paid him to f- fix a car, and three hundred dollars for pain and suffering. You have a counterclaim against her for three hundred dollars that you say is the unpaid balance of the repair of the car. What's going on? Well, I, I called
7: them um, in April of last year. And I was I was just doing an estimate to find out how much it would be to fix the car. So what the kind first, of car? It was a, a 2001 Honda Accord. Okay. And the first quote I received was fifteen hundred dollars, and I said no. You know what that's was wrong okay. with the car? The transmission. The transmission had gone out. And I told him, I said, well, that's not what I was planning on paying. But thank you. And he was like, no, no, no. What what were you planning on paying? I said I wasn't planning on paying any more than a thousand dollars. He was like, oh, well, we can fix it for that. I said, okay. I said, well, I have AAA. I can have them tow it to you. And he was like, no, we have our own tow trucks. We'll come and get it. So they came the next morning. They came and got the car. And he says, well, to, in order to get started, he called me 1000 In order to get started, we're going to need $650 up front. I said, okay. Well, I gave them my credit card over the phone. They didn't take out $650. They took out 700 dollars I didn't say. I said okay. It didn't really matter because it was a thousand dollars anyway. Well, after the first week, I called. Car had. What day
2: did you did they tow the car?
7: Uh, the twenty fourth. You
2: don't have a tow slip. No. Do you have a tow slip? It was their tow truck. So you don't have a tow slip. I don't have. What a toe day leg. did the car come into your shop?
9: The car arrived on the twenty first of April. Does that sound right?
2: Twenty first could have been. I need a timeline, and it's, it's April 21st of what year? 2017. Yes. Okay. Now, the car goes in, and what happens?
7: Uh, the first week, he said it would be done by, it'll be done, it'll take a week, it'll be done next week. So after a week, I called. Car hadn't been, been done yet. So I talked to my sister, who referred me to them, and she was like, no, they're a little slow. Give them a couple of weeks. Well, I, I called back, you know, about another two or three weeks later, and I was told that the guy who's working on the car will call me back. He didn't call me back. So
2: at two months, now I'm mad. So I call at, at two, two months. months. Wait, yes. we were at two weeks. How, what happened between two weeks and two months? I call How, back Do you receive again. any communication from them about, hey, there's the car's worse than we think no, it is? No, nothing, nothing. Nothing. They're just fixing a transmission.
7: Right. So I, at two months I call and I say, well, it's been two months. What's up with the car? Well, we haven't had a chance to get to it yet. I said, well, that's who okay. tells you that. The guy who I'm talking to on the phone, I don't know if it's him or is anybody it you? else. No, you're on. Okay, go on. So at this point, I said, well, I'm just going to come and get the car because it's been two months. You haven't even gotten to the car. Just credit back my credit card and I'll come and get the car. So at this point is when they get whoever I'm talking to is belligerent with me now. Well, you can't come and get the car. Um, we've taken their transmission out and we're just going to charge you for a not
2: And you don't know who you were talking to? No.
7: And so I'm like. Now you're holding my money hostage. You didn't. You told me a minute ago that you didn't even get to the car. Now that I want my money back, you've
2: taken the transmission Did out of the Did you guys car. take two months and the car still wasn't fixed? No. It's been a year. How, just a moment. I know it's been a year. Hold on. <laughs> but it's been a year, but you know, their version is you wouldn't pick up the car because it was junk. Now what I want to know is how are you going to prove to me when you guys had the repair done and that it wasn't two months?
6: So how long do you keep a used car, an old car that you have, a Honda Accord say, before you say this car is gonna be more trouble than it's worth and you sell it?
3: When it breaks down like every day.
6: So you have to literally wait till it breaks down every day? About 10 years. You think 10 years for a Honda Accord? Yes. What do you say? I say until the repairs exceed the value of the car. Really? But you know, you could be into it for a lot then. Yes, but Honda Accords are a world-class car company, and those cars can easily go 20-plus years. Fair enough. Fair enough. Going inside the courtroom.
9: Your Honor, we have a system that we go through. We pull the transmission out, disassemble it, what and it. What day did you
2: pull the transmission?
9: On the 22nd. How do you know? Out. Because we got the credit card. So that's when we did it.
2: No, no, no. no see you're looking at me and saying trust me judge this is how we do things i'm asking you to prove that you did things the way you do things on this day in particular in this case in my courtroom those are two very different things i can't just trust that things work the way they were supposed to because i got somebody on that side saying they didn't so there has to be some paper trail that's of correct. how you did that. Is if you guys don't keep it cuz I understand you're you know, maybe you don't, maybe you're not that size shop, but there should be evidence of when you bought the new trans Did you have to buy a new transmission? No, we
9: rebuilt the transmission.
2: So you rebuilt the transmission. So how are you going to prove to me if you're not the guy who rebuilt it and you're you you can't prove to me when it was done. When did you get involved in the case?
9: I was involved pretty much. I the whole time the vehicle was how there. How are you
2: involved pretty much? You're the owner, right? Yeah,
9: exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but how I'm big there. a shop
2: is this? How many employees do you have?
9: I have eight employees.
2: Okay. How are you involved in the whole thing from the whole time? You're well, not talking to her any of the times.
9: I did speak to her. Okay. Tell me times. about any
2: conversation you had with her. When did you have? I
9: spoke it? to her several times. When did, was uh, the first one? It would have been around the 25th of April.
2: Okay. And you okay. said to her.
9: explained to her about her vehicle. The vehicle had been setting the tag on the vehicle was November of 2015. Okay. We got it in 17. So the vehicle has been inoperable for two, for two years. years. Is
2: that accurate that it was inoperable for two years? It was inoperable for, for a year. For, for how long? For a year. Well, you had an yeah. expired tag for two years. Yeah. Well, you driving around a, with an expired tag no, for a whole year? It could have been. Right, so anyway, been. go on. Yeah. But you yeah. say to her.
9: So I say to her that... Your, your vehicle needs more work, it needs, it's it, you know, once we get the transmission installed and everything, we can't even drive this vehicle because the brakes, is rusted, uh, the brake lines, the lines going from the transmission to the radiator are rusted. To so those were all shot, that. so
2: you tell her those They're are shot, and it's going to cost you more money, and what's her response? And
9: on top of that, I told her, uh, she begins cussing and swearing and blessing us out. And what does she say? I'm like- not spending another Dime on this car. It's a thousand dollars, and that's you, yeah, man. We can't rebuild the entire car for a thousand right. bucks. Right. You know. And
2: so, so, how did you guys leave it in that phone call?
9: Uh, we left it. I hung up on her. Oh. I mean, okay. I'm not going to listen to all that. Okay. And stuff. And like then what? That. So, so basically, we let the jets try to chill, and then we try to communicate with her again. How? Uh, my manager called her. Okay. And you know, trying to communicate with her. Uh, and then we told her that she needs to come pick up the car. The transmission, By
2: that point, was the
9: transmission in? A On what been, day do been you in call? And out four, uh, it's been in and out four different times. Why? Well, I, I was going to impound it after a year.
2: But what does that have to do with it's been in and out four different times? Why does the transmission <laughs> it have to go? It came out
9: originally. Right. And then we, uh, it, then we had got it installed. And then when she cuts us out and wasn't picking up the car and it sat there for months, we thought we were going to have to it back out so we
2: did you pull it back out
9: yes ma'am we and did, did what
2: with it put it in another car just
9: no no what just set I why mean why would you do that why would you do that I yes mean, why would a,
2: you do that and then, when, then the lady comes back and says all right I've had a change of heart here's the three hundred dollars I want my car oh sorry we pulled your transmission I mean it's just sitting there why wouldn't you just leave the it's, transmission it's, in
9: it's, it's a brand new transmission A the parts are uh the torque converter could be returned and Well that's
2: my question yeah. did you return it? No, ma'am. Okay, so then now it sounds like it's back to square one, which is why the heck would you pull it out? I thought maybe, oh, well, I use it on another car because and I'm my losses. we impound
9: it, junk, we lose all that.
2: Yeah, but you never got around to impounding it.
9: No, we didn't do that. that.
2: Exactly. So why pull the transmission out? That's why mm. it got went in and out. The You yeah. had to put it back in. When did you put it back in? When you got the lawsuit?
9: The lawsuit, yes. Okay. So that would so have been. So you were like, ah, geez, yeah. let's get
2: this thing ready to go. Yeah. So now. Do you have any phone records of these supposed phone calls where you're trying to get your car and you can't? Uh, no, but they've never called me, ever. Yeah, but that's, I'm going to need some proof from you about what you're saying because nobody wants to keep a car on their lot for a year over 300 bucks. Nobody. Now, when he does he call? according to them, they call you and they tell He's you. He's never called me. Why made, did it take you a year to file a lawsuit? I haven't, because I've been called. And why did they, you leave it there for two months? I got a feeling that this was a junk car that you had around. You thought you could fix it for a thousand. When it turned out that it was going to be more, you didn't want to have, have to pay more. Right. You wanted him to fix it for a thousand no matter what's wrong with it. and I even if there's something else wrong with it besides a transmission, but his deal with you was to fix it for a thousand fix a transmission for a thousand. As right. soon as and he like- warns you that there's something else wrong with the car, the car's not worth picking up he for never you.
7: never me anything. Because it's
2: not normal to leave a car somewhere for a year over $300. But what I'm saying to you, like I told him it, at the two-month mark, if you can't fix it, just return the car. Okay, I'm going to need you I to prove That was fine. It. That's fine. Now understand that when you come into courtroom, you're the one with the burden of proof. He doesn't have a burden of proof. You do. So now I'm going to need you to prove to me the following, that you called him over and over and that they wouldn't have the car ready. Do you have any witnesses? Do you have any phone records? Do you have anything? to support what you're saying? Texts, emails, anything? I don't have them with me, no. Oh, well, but with you is them. where you would yeah. need them. With you is where you would need them because this is the trial. Yeah. I'm the lady in the black dress and I have to make a decision now. I'm not going home with you, okay? Where's a car now?
9: Car's at the shop still.
2: Transmission in?
9: Transmission's in.
2: Does the car drive?
9: Your Honor's got so many problems, you can't drive
2: it. Can't you turn it on and and go, or you didn't um, test it to see if it? Can
9: unfortunately, do that? you can't because it has a hole in the fuel line. If you turn the key on, it's going the pump is going to pump the gas out of the fuel line onto the exhaust, which will cause a fire.
2: Yeah, based on the facts that I am listening to and the lack of any supporting documentation <coughs> on your part, and you're the person with the burden of proof. Um, I cannot find in your favor that they owe you five grand. Um, No, your version of facts, um, not only does your lawsuit not make sense to me, but your version of facts don't make sense to me, because so much time has passed. Now, he has a counterclaim against you now for $300. So here's what's going to happen. You are well within your rights. Not now, because now we're in a lawsuit. You would have been well within your rights in the statutory um, time frame of your state to go ahead and declare it abandoned when it's been there for that long. What we're going to do now, though, is I'm gonna order her to pay you the remaining $300 on the repair. And I'm gonna give you, how long do you need to pick up, are you gonna pick up the car or you don't want it? I'm gonna pick up the car. That's fine, all right, so I'm gonna give you, is a week long enough to get the car out of there? Okay, I'm gonna give you a week to get the car out of there. And I'm going to declare at this moment that if it takes longer than a week, that you have every right to declare the car abandoned and do whatever you want with the car. You want two weeks? I don't need two weeks. Okay, one week. All right? That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you.
8: Well, it didn't work out too well for the plaintiff today. She came in suing for $5,000. You end up having to pay 300 yeah. But you're going to get the car. Now what are you going to do with it?
7: I'm just going to sell the car. Do
8: you think anybody will buy it?
7: I think so. Really? It's a Honda. If they fix the transmission like they said they did. Then yeah, they but
8: end. I mean, if the car still won't run, there's so many other problems with it.
7: Then it'd have to be junked or something.
8: All right. You got a week now. I have a week. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Get it. Okay. Alan, the defendant's on his way out of the courtroom. I, I I'm, I, I have the feeling you're relieved at this. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
9: you're going to get this thing out of there. Out of the way. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do you have problems like this very often? Uh, not where they leave it abandoned for, for, for a year? year. Yeah.
8: God, that sounds unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. amazing you
9: you've held on to it. Yeah, yeah it really is. She paid seven hundred originally, and I I didn't want her to lose her money, but in the same sense, I I was ready to get rid of the car. I'm
8: sure you were. All right. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you okay. very much. Okay. Very good. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Harvey?
6: Okay, I mean, the Better Business Bureau is not like the end all and be all, but it's a good thing to check with the Better Business Bureau just to see what the record is of the car. And by the way, thank you, helpful Honda man. Uh, that'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
4: This is
1: the plaintiff, Godfrey Evans. He says he's been friends with the defendant for about 10 years. And when she offered to store his two flat-screen TVs in her storage unit, when he was in between places, he took her up on it. But when he went to retrieve the TVs from the storage unit, one of them was gone. When he visited her house a few days later, his TV was on her wall. She actually tried stealing it from him. Some nerve. He's suing for $400. The amount he's out. This is the defendant, Sabrina Wilson. She says she and the plaintiff have been friends for 20 years, so she thought it would be okay for her to borrow the TV since she didn't have one and it was going to go to waste in a storage unit. His TV, however, had a cracked screen from when he moved it into storage, and her roommates ended up throwing it out. She's since gone out and purchased a new TV for herself and doesn't feel she owes her old friend a thing because his TV was broken to begin with. She's accused of helping herself to a guy's television. All parties,
4: please do right
6: Welcome back to The People's Court, next case in the docket. The plaintiff says his good friend stole his flat screens, flat out stole them. But the defendant says they were such good friends, she just borrowed it. It's the case of flat screens two, friendship zero. Thank
2: you, Douglas. Godfrey Evans. You are suing your former friend, I guess, Sabrina Wilson, for $400 uh, that you want her to pay to replace a 55-inch Toshiba television that she broke. Tell me what happened here.
4: In um, September, end of September, I had to move from my residence, so I needed a place to store my stuff. And so Sabrina offered me to uh, come in and occupy the space with her.
2: Occupy what space?
4: The storage space.
2: Okay, and where was the storage space? Like a paid storage space? Yes, space? yes. Okay, and was were you going to be paying for it?
4: Yes, yes, ma'am. All
2: right, so he was helping you to split the cost of whatever storage there? Yes. All right, and what happens?
4: And so uh, beginning of February, I found a place to stay, and I asked her for the key, and she would give me a run around like, where she'd be at, but I'd go there, and she wouldn't be there. And so one day, I, I rented a an, um, U-Haul, and I called her. And she told me to come over, we picked her up, went to pick up my stuff at the storage. I opened the door, the storage room door, and I saw one of my TVs missing. I asked her where it was at, and she said she didn't know where it was at at first. And so I said, come on, where it's at? And she said, I I, I borrowed it and it broke and I threw it away. And I looked at her like, threw my TV away? And she said, yeah. And so I said, okay, I'll come back. I I didn't believe her at first. So I went by her house and knocked on the door. Her grandson let me in. I asked her about my TV. She wouldn't talk to me hardly. So I called the Wait, police. What do you
2: mean? You said, where's my TV? And what did she so say? She,
4: she was in the room and I was outside in the hall and she would, I asked her with a TV and she wouldn't acknowledge me. But the who let you in? The
2: grandson let you in? How yeah, old's the grandson?
4: About five.
2: The grandson let you in? you with your grandson. You need to teach him not to open the door to people. So he lets you in and then you say, hey, where's my TV? And she's still in the other room?
4: Yeah, she's still on her bed. She had just woke up, I believe. And so she didn't give me an answer, so I called the police. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Called the police? Yes. Okay, then what happens? Now's when it gets fun. The police arrived, so he went inside the house and searched the house. He comes out with a box, a TV box, and he said, she went and bought a TV. And I looked at him like, she bought a TV? What about my TV? Okay. And he said, you have to go to court. Okay. take it up in court.
2: What happened to his TV? It was cracked. So How was it cracked?
10: The screen was cracked.
2: When you, you mean you cracked it? What do you mean? No,
10: the screen was cracked. When I took it out of the, uh, the storage, the screen was already cracked. Wait,
2: what did you take it out of the storage for?
10: To, to use it, because what, I had just kind of wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
10: So if somebody's storing their property
6: at your house, like a, fr- a flat screen, are you allowed to kind of pull it out and use it?
0: I would not, just because of respect for them. I tend to just leave it there. Leave it there. I, I get
6: that, but could you actually use it? Are you allowed to? I would gladly use it, as particularly if he's not paying me for storage. And ma'am? I would not. I would leave it stored.
10: Fair enough. Going inside the courtroom. What gives you a right to use it? Well, because he was my friend, I didn't think he would mind. I didn't want to bother him. And... You
2: didn't want to bother him? <laughs> you, what right do you have to go into the storage room and take something that belongs to his? He's paying you for storage. Even if he wasn't, you wouldn't have that right. But he's helping to pay for the storage. It's his storage. What right do you have to go into his place and take this TV?
10: I don't, but I just thought it was Okay. Really? Yeah. I didn't want yeah. to
2: bother you with it. Mm-hmm. And it so good. when you go to get the TV, what happens? You notice that it's cracked in the storage room?
10: When we went to turn it on, you can't see the crack unless you turn it on. The okay. So we turned it on, it was cracked. Who's we? My roommate, my roommate.
2: So you turn it on and it's cracked and then what?
10: So I said- was well, it, How well, was
2: it packaged?
10: It was a soaping, It's not, it wasn't packaged.
2: It wasn't wrapped in anything? No. Is that accurate? Yes. All right, so that you turn it on and it's cracked, and then what do you do?
10: So my roommate took it outside. I'm not sure what he did with it, but... Why uh,
2: didn't you put it back in the storage room and tell him, listen, I got to confess, I borrowed it, but, you know, this wasn't the greatest way to pack your TV because uh, when I put it on, apparently it has an internal problem, um, and there's a crack. I mean, wh- why didn't you do that like an I honest have, person would? I
10: should have, yeah. But well, what'd you do good. instead? I would not got me a new TV. Oh, what'd you do with his TV? My roommate took it outside, took it on the back. I'm not sure what he did with it. Well,
2: do you have eyeballs? <laughs> what happened with it in the back? Did it mysteriously disappear? I guess he threw it away. Okay. So your roommate throws it away. Then he comes at, over to the storage room, and he sees it's missing. And do you come clean immediately, or does it take you a while?
10: <clears throat> I didn't really want to tell him, but I did. Because I knew okay, he was so going to yell Okay, so what's your defense? It's not a 55-inch TV, and, I, and it's not $400.
2: So you feel responsible for something, just not as much as he's asking for. Right. All
10: right, well, what? how big was the TV? It was about a 19-inch. Um, it was small.
2: <laughs> it was small. Um,
4: was it 19 inches? No, ma'am. And we'd be playing places. How
2: old was it? Do you have a receipt for the TV?
4: I, I taped the, the receipt underneath the, uh, the stand base.
2: Why would you do that? It'd be showing the whole time. Because
4: I didn't have a place of residency in... in that's why I kept it. That's to why use. I had a I don't safe think you kept to. the receipt.
2: <laughs> Nobody tapes the receipt under the stand base of a TV that they own for how long?
4: I just got the TV.
2: Oh, well then you should have another you should be able to get the receipt from the store. Did you do that? No. Do you have uh, How did you pay for it?
4: I paid cash.
2: Yeah. Um, it's hard for you to demand $400 for 55-inch TV when you have no evidence of what the TV was and there's a dispute about it. It's hard for you to win a lawsuit when I don't trust you, since you're dishonest. So you went out and bought yourself what? 32 inch. Yeah, and so uh, why should he end up with no TV, and you end up with a nice new 32 inch TV? Because according to you, it was already broken, you didn't break it? How do I know you didn't break it when you transferred it to your place with no authority to do so? How do I know that didn't happen?
10: He has three TVs already. Oh, he has enough
2: TVs. You can break one, and it's you don't have I to pay for it. I didn't really break it, though. How, how is he has three TVs already? An answer. Well, I'm just saying. What if you? If, how are you just saying that? How is a defense for you that he has three TVs, so he has enough? I want me some. How is that a defense? <laughs> Why would you, if you had just bought it? Just bought it. Store it without a
4: box. What I did was I, I, I tried it out, and then when I put it into the, the storage, because so I didn't have enough room to 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 place it, you know, it wasn't. Well, it, why wasn't didn't a big you wrap it? Up. Look, room.
2: I don't know when that thing got broken, but you know, my money's on that. Sabrina's not particularly honest or forthright um, because she's the one who took it without authority to begin with. But I'm um, looking at a 55 Toshiba and Best Buy uh, sells it for $299. Um,
4: so, well, you had the mountain bracket with it, too.
2: Yeah, you know what? Don't get greedy because uh, you have zero evidence, zero evidence. You walked you. in empty handed. So slow your roll, okay? Um, finding in your favor in the amount of $300. Verdict for the plaintiff. Thank
4: you,
8: Your Honor. So the plaintiff prevails in this case, Ms. Wilson. You say you've been friends for 20 years with him? Pretty much. This is kind of a mess to break up this friendship, don't you think, over a TV? We're okay. You're okay? Mm-hmm. Really? Sure. You're not very talkative there. <laughs> no. I think you want to get out of here. Okay, you may go. Mr. Evans, I asked you the same question as, as a friendship. Twenty-year friendship worth, you know, over TV like
4: that. Oh, it wouldn't work. Uh, our friendship been along. We still positive together. You uh, are, but she just didn't ask me for it. That's the only thing I would. No, I know.
8: Getting. Yeah, the judge got on her about that. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, and that's the only thing she could have used it because she has a little young grandson and. And here we are.
8: And here you are. Okay. You think you could be friends with her again? Oh, we're friends. you still friends? Yes, All sir. right. Well, good enough. Congratulations. You're lucky you won because you didn't have any evidence. You know, you're yeah, lucky. I understand. You are lucky. All right. Thank, Thank, you, Thank you very much, sir. You, sir. you must sign a few documents right. there. He is lucky, Harvey.
6: What do you think? Okay. So when used property gets damaged or destroyed, what you're entitled to is the reasonable market value of the property
1: at the time of the damage. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stu production.